Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we are going to be learning Bahar Shani, the second Aliyah in Pashas Bahar. It is only five psukim long. And it is on the topic of the sale of yours. Running from Perek Chofei, Pasuk Yudala to Yud Ches. The topic of Aliyah is when a person will sell a field to his friend. Um, you, you sell or buy, you cannot cheat. You cannot cheat your friend. So how does it work? You're supposed to sell, not the land but the number of harvests so therefore if there's a lot of land if there's a lot of years to the yovel you sell a lot if you, there's only a few years to the yovel you sell only a little you cannot again the aliyah repeats you cannot cheat your friend you shouldn't fear hashem and then the aliyah concludes if you do my rules then you will dwell Securely upon the land. Um, one thing to notice is that when it describes you sell to your friend, so implicit in this is the notion that, um, as Rashi points out, that it is best to sell to your friends, meaning to say it's best to keep the sales within the nation, not to be selling outside. Now, the, 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 there's a few points to ponder over here. Is what is this mitzvah of loisanu in this aliyah? What does it refer to? The Quran in Babinsiyah, Daf Nun Ches, tells us this refers to what's called oinas mamon. A person cheats another of money. How does this work? So if a person either sells the price too high or accepts it too, too, too low, or pays the price too low, and it's within a sixth of the actual price, then that's what's called oinah. That is, that is cheating. So let's say the, 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 the purchase price was... Um, 100 and a person cheats another person to sell it at 110 beyond the market price and, de- and demand, then then that's considered oina um, in, in this particular case. However, if a person obviously sells it at much more than a sick, then it becomes what's called a mekach tos, a false sale. The sale can be uh, can be reneged upon. The Sefer Chinuch, in understanding this as well, points out that this is a golden rule for society. This is a basic utilitarian principle, that if one person is cheating another person, that's acceptable, then everybody's going to end up being cheated. There's no one who can escape from this, and society will fall apart. No robust economy will be able to be built in a place where there's where there's cheating as well. Rashi explains that this connects to the, the reason with the rest of the Aliyah, which is explaining that you're not selling land. Because the Yavel is going to be the grand equalizer every 50 years, you cannot really sell land. All you're doing is you're selling harvests, and the harvest last, um, it depend on when the Yovel is as well. Now, um, why is the mitzvah of Loisanu re- re- um, reflected at the gain at the end of the Aliyah? Rashi explains that it does not refer to Anas Mama, it does not refer to cheating financially, it refers to Anas Devarim, negative or disparaging speech. The Svarana takes it one step further to explain that it doesn't just refer to, 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 to that, but it's also when a person dispenses bad advice. So a person asks for financial financial perspective and you give them bad advice, even if you have no financial gain from this, that is still considered onas, mama, uh, onas devarim, and that's why it's concluded in Aliyah as well. And Hashem says, Ani Hashem, I know even if you even if there's no financial impact um, on your side and you can escape and you can say you never really meant it and in your heart you really didn't know you're apathetic to it, Hashem says, I know, I'm watching. Um, finally, one last question is, why does the Torah mention dwelling safely in your land at the end of the Aliyah? Rashi explains that if you don't keep Shias sh- properly, if you don't d- do this whole practice properly, you're not going to end up living on the land. Hashem will exile you, as we see in Pasha's Bechuk Kosa, as we will see sh- shortly. However, the Mishra Chama points out, the Rav Meir points out that for any society to succeed, it, the, 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 it needs to be safe from two arenas because these are two things which are going to rip apart any society. Number one is religious differences. Number two is disparity in economic status. And he points out that this idea is addressing both of those. You want to dwell safe in your land, 
make sure you respect respect and do my laws I will then protect you from religious differences which will separate you and pull you apart number two is if you do this if you if you respect this this economic reset button then in that case there will also be equalization in the economy and then there will be not not be the hate and the disparity between different classes and different societies which will hate each other because of that as well this concludes the second aliyah in the meantime have a wonderful and meaningful day